0: deal with airplane peanuts the most anticipated episode of Saturday Night Live since Norm McDonald hosted the show 25 years ago took place last weekend when Shane Gillis returned to SNL just five years after being terminated and publicly shamed online
1: most of you probably have no idea who I am I was fired from this show uh, a while ago but if you know don't look that up please if you don't know why Please don't Google that. It's fine. Don't even
0: worry about it. Even with the insane amount of hype surrounding Shane's appearance heading into his big night, the aftermath of last week's episode may loom even larger. From some articles claiming he bombed to others saying the show's been restored to its former glory, everyone and their brother has an opinion on Shane Gillis and his opening monologue right now. But this is the truth about the Shane Gillis Saturday Night Live episode and how it's already paying off in a big way for Shane. Look, I don't have any material that can be on TV, all right?
1: (laughs) I'm trying my best. Also, this place is extremely well lit. I can see everyone not enjoying it. (laughs) This is, uh, you know, just the most nervous I've ever been. Don't clap now, shut up. (laughs)
0: Like he mentioned on stage, it was clear Shane was nervous at the beginning of his monologue for obvious reasons, yet his eight-minute opening set still included a lot of funny moments, including some jokes about his dad, Phil, and some lines making fun of himself for getting fired. Shane also told a few jokes that are featured on his most recent special, which confused some of his fans online, but it makes sense that he'd want to show an all-new audience that he's not typically exposed to some of his best jokes.
1: I had a conversation with Louis. Did I tell you this? Mm -hmm. Louis called me about it, and he was like, just do your best jokes. Most of the people watching this have never seen you do stand-up. Yeah. Just do your best jokes. And I was like, didn't you do... New for your monologues, and he was like, Shane, I'm so much better at stand-up than you. He's <laughs> like, <laughs>
0: like,
1: Yeah, I guess you are Louis CK.
0: There were a lot of expectations placed on Shane to roast SNL or double down with an Asian joke right off the bat, which in hindsight probably added to the pressure and made those jokes less attractive since there'd be no element of surprise. Instead of throwing SNL under the bus, Shane went with self-deprecating jokes about getting fired from the show and how this was not his audience but despite choosing to take the high road there's still thousands of articles being written about Shane's monologue to the point that you could basically find an entire write-up presenting whatever opinion you're looking for
1: it's really funny depending on the publication it's either Shane Gillis makes yeah. triumph from return to SNL or Shane Gillis bombs and offends <laughs> everyone <laughs> I didn't even see offend it was just like that's why when I watched it I was like what the f*** are they possibly yeah. talking about I, so I, was like, I was like shit was it a rough monologue and then it was not a rough monologue no. And it's just looked, it's just weird. It was fun.
0: Yeah, it, it was looked fun. fun.
1: It looked like I a was, lot of fun. It was funny though, because I like I had my phone off like all week because I you know I was dying
0: Yeah, sure. the stress.
1: And then uh in the car from SNL to the after party, I was like, let's see what uh see what everyone's saying. It was like Shane Gillis bombs like <laughs> I was like, What the I got done, I was like, damn, I f- I did great. Yeah. <laughs> I was
0: like, Worst. (laughs) Basically, right now, every journalist in the United States knows that for the next few weeks, they can generate clicks using Shane Gillis' name in any title. And with so many stories flooding the market at the same time, it eventually becomes a competition to see who can write the wildest headline about Shane. And because it's infinitely easier to amass views through negativity, every writer online will tell you Shane bombed. However, it was pretty clear to anyone who's even remotely a fan of stand-up comedy that this was a good set delivered to an awful audience. Shane admittedly had some nervous energy, but even when a joke wouldn't go over that well, he was still addressing the crowd's reactions and getting laughs off talking about how awkward it was. Which is a completely normal skill for a comedian to use in order to re-engage a still crowd and stay in the moment. But people who don't know anything about comedy will print those same self-deprecating jokes word for word trying to pawn them off as some sort of proof that the whole show went poorly.
1: There's my dad, the volunteer assistant girls high school basketball coach (laughs) I thought it was funny alright you don't think that's funny to bring my dad here to make fun of him for being a girls high school basketball coach alright I thought it was great. Never mind.
0: There was a tremendous amount of pressure on the sketches for this episode, not only because of the insane success Shane has had producing his own stuff online with Gillian Keeves, but also because this was his chance to show SNL and America what they could have had every single week. Right before the show started, John McKeever tweeted, Before you give me credit for any of the great sketches on tonight's show, please know I didn't write a single word. All bangers. The work that goes into this thing is wild. Most of the sketches on Saturday's episode Contain some hilarious premises like Catholic Mass in Jamaica, Forrest Gump's high school reunion, and sex robots that aren't out of your league. All really great premises with solid jokes throughout. But most of the time, their endings just wrapped up kind of abruptly. And who Which chick was, was it? Uh, Sarah, Sherman. Yeah. Yo, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's oh,
1: the Ugly Anna. What was all. it called? Yes. No. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's the thing, but
0: I guess I said
1: this on Bonfire today. I find her attractive. She's hot. <laughs> I think something, she's cute. Shane she says led, no. Shane says no. Guys, do me a favor. Uh, no, no, no. Joke it's, world, can you please clip him saying no, that no, Ugly on no. is actually ugly, please? No, it's, joke world. she's very yeah, she's hilarious. She's too. clearly very pretty.
0: The best sketch featuring Shane by far was cut for time, of course, which SNL is famous for at this point and must be doing on purpose because they know more people watch the clips the next day on YouTube than live on TV.
1: Liberty Mutual lets you customize and save, so you only pay for what you need. Whoa, really? Oh, what the f-
0: No matter what you think of the monologue or episode as a whole, Shane Gillis got the last laugh in the end. As just two days after his SNL appearance, Netflix announced that Shane's new self-produced sitcom, Tires, will be premiering on their network May 23rd. The pilot to Tires came out on YouTube years ago and has been a hidden gem amongst comedy fans online ever since. The coolest part about Tires is that the project was completely self-funded by Shane and features a lot of his best friends in comedy. From Philly guys like Chris O'Connor and Tommy Pope, to New York pals like Stavi and Schultz and of course with the help of John McKeever. You can't talk come here anymore? No more talking come. What
1: is this, fucking Russia? When you walked over here, I was telling them about last night's comes. Me and this girl were both, she was on top. No 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 and no, he, no, no. On, see this, is, no you can't do that. Seminar, I call seminar. I pulled out and she's still comes.
0: It's obviously very easy to hate on SNL not only for what they did to Shane but also for the quality of their show over the last few years. But two things became very clear watching this live for the first time in a while. Number one being the fact that it is live is impressive. When it comes to the best sketches being made right now, the number one thing that sticks out is perfect production value. Which is why it's actually kind of silly to even compare a live sketch to once it can be done with unlimited takes. The second point is that the task of coming up with dozens of new sketches ideas every single week is undoubtedly going to lead to a handful of cringy ideas. But the real reason people have fully turned on SNL over the last few years is due way more to their hypocrisy when it comes to the idea of what comedy is, alongside their transformation from an edgy show that took chances into a mouthpiece for mainstream propaganda. Which to be fair was not only their downfall, but all of late night TVs in general. And on top of all that, the rise of the internet hasn't done SNL many favors. Isn't it so funny
1: that you have like such critique of the show but when you're in the room you feel like you're with the big dogs right for sure yeah and you feel like Like they do this every fucking yeah and you're like yeah we're dumb we're dumb we're dumb we had to like keep reminding each other like every time we're in the green room i'd be like john you're the funniest dude on earth don't take any guff. (laughs) And then then we'd go out there and be like, take off, take off."
0: (laughs) Regardless of what people want to write about Shane's SNL appearance either way, it's almost a guarantee that he'll be back at some point in his career. This first appearance was like a cold splash of water directly to the face of anyone tuning in expecting to see a typical episode of SNL. But NBC can clearly see the tide starting to turn and how hungry people are for real comedy again after spending the last few years with comedians getting Trashed online for simply doing their jobs. I
1: think you're gonna host SNL. Oh, geez, you scare me. Like you're not gonna like this. So then you pull that out of here. I list. know, but I'm looking like he has a million followers, you have a million followers, two at the beacon, you're a New York staple,
0: you're at the top of the comedy game.
1: Nah, this is this different. This is gonna happen. This is a story. Is this is crazy? No, I think you're Chuck? crazy.
0: Guest spots from last week. The Joe Rogan experience had on Kid Rock and Tom Green. Two Bears One Cave was Burton and Tom, Tom, and Burt. Kill Tony this week had on Kim Cogden, Jeff. Jeff and Louis J. Gomez. Kim was also on the Legion of Skanks. Rory Scovel and William Moore visited your mom's house. The Shaman was on Danny Brown show. We might be drunk had on Fahim Anwar and Sam Talent. Matt and Shane's secret podcast had lamare Lee and Sean Gardini on the program. Taste buds battled biscuits and gravy versus garlic bread. Adam Ray took a wild ride with Stevo. Flagrant had on Brian Johnson and Joe List was on the way back. And then I was ready to play baseball. That was my plan. And I was such a bad student I became ineligible. I failed out of high. <laughs> off the track team. You did? Yeah, I got two Fs because I was just an idiot. In what classes? One was a math, whatever, geometry, and the other one, this is embarrassing, was intro to computers. (laughs) I'm like a traitor to my generation. I still am bad with computers. Introduction to computers. (laughs) Intro, yeah. I failed. This past weekend with Theo Vaughn talked with Trevor Wallace. Bad Friends was Just the Fellas. Same with Are You Garbage? Ali Sadiq was a guest on Whiskey Ginger. Esther Pavitsky went on Tiger Belly. The Blocks podcast had on Seth Green. Rick Glassman had Harry Mack and Lamorne Morris take their shoes off. Being Ian with Jordan welcomed Brendan Saglow and Mike Racine. And the Giannis Papas Hour talked with Fahim Anwar. As far as new stand-up specials are either out right now or coming out soon, soon. H. Foley just released a killer 30 minutes of stand-up comedy on the Are You Garbage YouTube channel that people are super stoked about. Some other specials out on YouTube include Kim Cogden, Childless Melf is out on her channel, Randy Feltface has a full new hour up on his channel, and not on YouTube, but Rory Scoville has a new special out right now on Max. And a few specials in the works right now that will be coming out soon. Fahima Noir, House Money will be out this week on YouTube, so be sure to check that out over on his channel February 28th. The day before that, Donnell Rawlings, Chappelle's Home team will premiere on Netflix February 27th. On March 1st, Dan Soder is dropping a new special on his YouTube channel at 10 a.m. Eastern, and perhaps the biggest special to be looking forward to is happening live on May 4th, when Cat Williams will be streaming his latest hour live from the Netflix as a Joke Festival, similar to what Chris Rock did on Netflix a year ago. Cat Williams live is definitely going to draw some eyeballs, but it still feels way less significant than what Shane Gillis pulled off on Saturday night. Every comedian and fan was locked into SNL last weekend, it seemed like all the social media platforms were absolutely flooded with Shane Gillis' content, and you have to imagine all of his fans can't be more excited for his new Netflix show. If you're not sick of hearing about The Young Bulls' big night, feel free to check out our video recapping every comedian's reaction to Shane hosting SNL on the end screen right after this. Also I don't know how this is possible, but it's already about that time for the Joke World Best of February compilation that will be coming out on this channel very soon. So soon in fact that you might as well just subscribe right now to make sure that you don't miss it. Thank you for watching.
1: That joke world. That's it. That joke world And the world is WRLD. That's a great uh, YouTube channel Joke world. Check it out.